The play's the thing. This is just the beginning. So let's stop killing time. So, when does the show start? I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch this weekend. Friday, February 25th through Sunday, February 27th. We are counting down the weekend's top five must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. Thieves have stolen more than 200 antique props from the set of Netflix's royal family drama The Crown. Antiques Trade Gazette first reported that items were taken from a lorry park in Mexborough near Rotherham in the British county of South Yorkshire over the weekend while filming was taking place nearby. The theft was reported to South Yorkshire police, and there is hope that some of the props can be recovered. The stolen items include a replica of the 1897 Imperial Coronation Coach Egg by Fabergé, 12 sets of silver candelabra and 7 gold candelabra, a clock face of a William IV grandfather clock, and 10-piece silver dressing table set. The stolen items have an estimated value of $200,000. The creators of Arthur have hinted at a feature film centered on the beloved aardvark and even have a specific person in mind for the project, John Legend, EGOT winner and subject of all of those Arthur memes. After 25 seasons, the PBS Kids staple ended its historic run on Monday, airing a finale that featured a time jump 20 years into the future that glimpsed the beloved characters' lives as adults. Arthur is a published graphic novelist, while Pal Buster is a teacher, Francine owns a sneaker company, Muffy is a politician running for mayor, and the tenacious DW is a cop. In an interview with The Hollywood Reporter published Thursday, creator Mark Brown said there might be a future film in the works soon, adding that if he, quote, could pick one person for the project, it would be legend. Some of the Full House cast will be reuniting at the first-ever 90s Con. Dave Coulier, Candace Cameron Bure, Andrea Barber, and Scott Weinger will attend the convention two months after the loss of the show's patriarch, Bob Saget. 90s Con is set to take place from March 11th through 13th in Hartford, Connecticut, with Boy Meets World, Family Matters, and Sabrina the Teenage Witch reunions previously announced. And Sally Kellerman, the Oscar-nominated actress and singer best known for playing the straight-laced Korean war nurse Margaret Hot Lips Houlihan in Robert Altman's classic 1970 comedy MASH, has died of heart failure at her home in Woodland Hills, California. She was 84. In a career spanning six decades, Kellerman also appeared in films and TV series including Back to School, Last of the Red Hot Lovers, The Outer Limits, Star Trek, The Young and the Restless, and Marin, while also performing as a cabaret singer and recording two albums, 1972's Roll with the Feelin' and 2007's Sally. For more on all of those stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head over to EW.com. I Spy, our number five pick for this weekend, the final season premiere of Killing Eve. BBC America's spy thriller is wrapping up its run with one final codependent dance between Sandra O's oh in way too deep intelligence agent Eve and Jodie Comer's alluring psychopathic assassin Villanelle. After their confrontation on the bridge in the season three finale, Eve has embarked on a revenge mission, while Villanelle has found a brand new community in Christ, as she seeks to prove she's not a monster and is capable 
of change. Meanwhile, having killed the traitorous Paul, MI6 boss Carolyn goes to extraordinary lengths to chase down the 12 and find out who ordered the hit on her son Kenny. It all builds toward a messy and glorious season finale, but let's not get ahead of ourselves. Here's a preview. Who's bothering you, Belinda? I don't like the way I feel. I killed two people last night after I tried really hard not to. Okay, well, that's not ideal. You shot someone. In the hand. How did it feel? Like you said it would feel. You want to have sex? Yes. Someone has been killing members of the Twelves. I need you to continue the investigation. You're still playing the same old game of chess. So what game are you playing? Well, from cat and mouse to chess, it has been a thrilling game to follow. You can see the beginning of the end of Killing Eve Sunday at 8 p.m. on BBC America. Better <clears throat> warm up your voice and get ready for the stage because our number four pick for the weekend is the season premiere of American Idol. The 20th season of the hit ABC singing competition will bring back veteran judges Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie, as well as beloved host Ryan Seacrest. They are all on the hunt for not only America's best singers, but also performers who have that star quality like past winners Kelly Clarkson and Carrie Underwood. Here is a preview. I can't believe we're about to begin the 20th year of American Idol. Y'all ready to find our next superstar? Gosh, I mean, we've discovered so many over the years. Have you ever wondered where you'd be if you were never discovered? Hmm. Hello. Is this the class you're looking for? Welcome. Baby, you're a firework. Come and show them what you're worth. Make them go. Oh, oh, no, not this again! One margarita, two margarita, three margarita. Shots, 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 shots. Shot. It's always shots. Dim the lights. This is Jeremy Goldstein's Bar Mitzvah! We were all given our shot. Now it's time to give it to somebody else. Yeah, let's go discover the next American Idol. Well, judge and new mom Katy Perry has some sound advice for the future superstars that will be competing on the show. Just be yourself. Have a listen. My number one advice for snagging a golden American Idol ticket is to be your most authentic self and to A, have talent, but building on that, just be vulnerable, be yourself. There are no mistakes when you're honest and, um, you know, just be open. So will the next big star be found on the Idol stage? Tune in to find out. Sunday at 8 on ABC. Trivia. It is trivia time. 
plenty of future stars failed to pass the audition for American Idol before becoming famous, including which future star of Glee? Leah Michelle, Amber Riley, or Heather Morris? Stick around for the answer. Now it is time to head west with our number three pick, the season finale of 1883. The Yellowstone prequel is rolling to the end of its first season this weekend, and after last week's brutal entry, it's hard to see how this ends happily for the Dutton clan, although we know they can't all die since this is a prequel after all. Still, things aren't looking too good for Elsa, who was shot with an arrow last week and may be dying of an infected wound. This week, her parents, James and Margaret, face the difficult decision about what to do and where to go next, while Shay and Thomas take bold action to help one of their own. Tune in to see whether Elsa makes it out alive and how the finale sets up the already greenlit Season 2. The finale arrives on Paramount Plus this Sunday. Before we take a quick break, I want to add that Sunday will also bring another stop on the road to the Oscars with the 28th Screen Actors Guild Awards, where, incidentally, Yellowstone is up for the Best Ensemble in a Drama Series Award. Tune in to TNT or TBS at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on Sunday to see who SAG-AFTRA has deemed the best performers of 2021. And tune in early to EW.com for our live stream from the red carpet. I will be right there. Tune in for all the action. All right, folks, don't go anywhere. Our top two picks and soundbite of the week are coming up. What to watch? We'll be right back. Hey, everyone. I'm Sid Evans, editor-in-chief of Southern Living and host of Biscuits and Jam. Since 2020, I've been interviewing musicians, chefs, authors, and other Southern icons about their family traditions, their faith, their favorite meals, and of course, what it means to be Southern. And I'm excited to announce season five of our award-winning podcast. Join me every Tuesday for new conversations with some of the most interesting and influential Southerners around. Be sure to follow Biscuits and Jam wherever you get your podcasts. You can also find us online at southernliving.com slash biscuits and jam. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. McKaylee Miller, who you may have seen in the movie Ma or the show Heart of Dixie, is starring in a new high school movie called Butter, hitting select theaters and VOD today. We recently called up Miller to ask her to school us in what she's been enjoying on TV lately. So, McKaylee Miller... What you watching? The show that I am obsessing over right now is Yellow Jackets on Showtime. It's a story about a high school girls soccer team whose plane crashes on their way to a tournament and uh, what they have to do to survive. And it basically jumps back and forth between current day with the survivors and past tense to see how everything sort of plays out and the big secrets they have to keep. But every episode of this show is just you're on the edge of your seat and it's suspenseful and unpredictable and it's led by a cast of the most incredibly talented females. I just love this show and I highly recommend it. Uh, it's definitely binge worthy. So check it out. Well, Miller is one of the many people who's been beating the drum for yellow jackets here lately. So really folks, if you haven't caught up on the show yet, 
It's about time you did. You can stream it with a Showtime subscription on various platforms, including Hulu and Amazon Prime. And speaking of Yellow Jackets, spoiler alert here for anyone who hasn't caught up, we got the cast together at SCAD TV Fest to discuss the show, including the many fan theories about what will go down in Season 2. One theory about what happens to Shauna's baby in the wilderness led to our soundbite of the week, courtesy of stars Christina Ricci and Melanie Linsky. I don't understand why everybody thinks that you guys are going to eat the baby, though. You know, that was the number one. That was the fan theory that I was like, what? Why? If they eat the baby, I'm quitting the show. They can get a replacement. I know. Well, consider that a warning, Yellow Jackets writers. You can check out that full discussion, by the way, over at EW.com. Number two. All right, let's reunite with this weekend's picks and move on to number two. The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. This weekend, the Utah Wives sit down with Andy Cohen to discuss season two's most dramatic moments as the season's three-part reunion gets underway. But one voice will be noticeably absent from the conversation. Mary Cosby, who skipped the reunion taping and has reportedly exited the show altogether. Cosby was a controversial presence throughout season two, with accusations mounting that the church she runs is an exploitative cult. Cosby, it should be noted, has denied the accusations. But the ladies waste no time addressing the elephant in the room, or not in the room, as the reunion begins. Here is a clip from Sunday's episode. It should be apparent to all of you that Mary chose not to join us tonight. Disappointing, to say the least. Why didn't Mary come? Um, I spoke to her the other day. She was pretty upset about everyone speaking behind her back about her church. And I encouraged her to come and defend her church. And she was very upset that you called her a predator and was stunned by that and kept bringing that up. So what do you think about that? I wish she was here. Yeah. Because I've tried to have conversations with her throughout the season and she would not afford me the respect of a conversation. Right. First of all, you're not 100%. Like right now, I can smell all your breath. And now we still don't get to talk about it. I wish she was here too. Mary said so many insightful things in confessional. And I gained respect for Mary watching the episodes. Mm. Like kind of, she has this kind of like weird ability to read everybody like the Bible. Mm. And I don't so, think they're accurate reads though. Oh, I think they're right on the money. Like what? What did she get right? Like Lisa doesn't know how to be real. Oh I thought my God. that was the truest thing I'd ever heard. I know, that's why you loved it. You're no, so I heard her. She said okay. things about me, Lisa. Yeah. She said things about Jen. I know how she to be real. About I Whitney. real. Well, it seems like there will be plenty of drama to fuel the reunion even without Cosby there. You can see how it all goes down in part one, Sunday at 9 p.m. on Bravo. And just like the song says, we're taking it all for our number one pick, the season finale 
of Euphoria. The HBO show has doubled its viewers since last season and has doubled the stakes in each episode of season two, with characters going through mentally and physically traumatic situations. Lexi, played by Maude Apatow, has finally put on the first half of her play called Our Life, which follows her perspective on growing up with her sister Cassie, their family, and their group of friends. Of course, the play got a little too personal, discussing Cassie's relationship with ex-best friend Maddie, Rue's father's untimely passing, and even Nate's sexuality, which was displayed in an elaborate and flashy dance number to holding out for a hero. EW spoke to Apatow about all things Euphoria and her now infamous play, and how Lexi's relationship with Rue motivated so much of the theatrics. She made it her responsibility to, like, save Rue because she didn't want Rue to, like, leave her. And then sort of, like, through the seasons, and I think through, like, working on the show, she sort of realized, like, where how to have boundaries with her mm-hmm. and sort of know, like, what is her responsibility and what isn't. Because I think just her whole life with her family and Cassie, she's always, like, given so much of herself to helping them that she's just completely forgotten to take care of her own feelings and yeah. issues. But uh, I think, like, the finale, I mean, I, I don't want to spoil it, but there's a really good uh, scene with Lexi and Rue that I think is really important and sort of ties everything up in a really nice way. Well, in this weekend's finale, the play also comes to an end, and we see Cassie and Maddie get into an all-out physical fight, possibly right there on stage. And can we talk about Fez for a second? What happens to him? We saw him sweetly prepping for his big night out at the theater to support Lexi, complete with a suit and red roses. But as the show goes on, his seat stays empty. Here's a preview. Let's do this. When you died, it didn't feel real. It felt like a movie. And this is the part where the character never recovers. The part where life takes them down. This is the scene that scars her forever. This is just the beginning. Oh, it sure is, as Euphoria has already been renewed for a third season. So get ready for more makeup and mayhem. The season two finale of Euphoria airs on HBO Sunday at 9, and it will be available to stream on HBO Max. And finally this weekend, the answer to our trivia question. Which future Glee star unsuccessfully auditioned for American Idol before they were famous? Leah Michelle, Amber Riley, or Heather Morris? Well, hopefully you'll be gleeful if you got this one. The answer is Amber Riley, the actress who would go on to play Mercedes on Glee, auditioned for Idol's second season when she was 17, but didn't make it past the show's producers. Coincidentally, Riley's late co-star Naya Rivera also auditioned for Idol at one point. She sang the song Emotion by the Bee Gees, which later helped her land her role on Glee. 
that's our show for this weekend. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you on Monday, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening, and have a great weekend. What to Watch. What to Watch is written by Tyler Aquilina and Callie Shep. Edited and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.